At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hour three of the nightcap here on VEASAN. That is Jeff Parles. I am Tim Murray. We are at our Circus Studios in downtown Las Vegas. And we are about 40 minutes away from the United States taking the floor over in Tokyo as they are a 14-point favorite against Spain. Now, wow, I, I don't know what it is. South Point continues to be so ahead of the market. It is 15 and a half at South Point, 14 everywhere else. There's even a rogue 13 and a half. That is, that is very rare. Uh, this might be worth a text to Chris Andrews to see what the heck's going on. I, I just want to make sure that the website I'm looking at is correct. So we will, uh, I, will, I will keep you posted on that. But that is, that is something. Uh, speaking of basketball, um, well, this is a terrible say. I was going to say, speaking of basketball, Eric Eager's coming up. Now, I was going to say free agency's going on. We will talk to Eric Eager here in less than five minutes. But uh, we've got some big, no teams, uh, no, no players changing teams, but some big old cash is yes. being thrown around right now. Yeah, it's uh, Tim Murray cash getting thrown right. around right now. Uh, Trey Young, we knew this was coming at some point today. It was just a matter of when. Five years, $207 million extension. Uh, Woj on a report there, and uh, look, worth every darn penny. Yeah, don't for Atlanta. You, you don't mess around. You're you're gonna keep them. And and by the way, that that is the correct price. It is fifteen and a half at South Point. That's if, almost to the point where you actually you, want, you have to bet. If that. you want Spain, your best number is about a point and a half better than the rest of the market at South Point. It's so rare that we see that yeah. something like that too. Very rare. Um, but yeah, sorry. So yeah, 207, that makes sense. The next one, I I get it. 
And it, the crazy thing was there were reports that this particular player might have been traded on draft night. Well, he did not get traded, and he instead is getting, a, getting the bag there in Oklahoma City. Five years, $172 million for Shea Gilgis-Alexander. That is something. They are clearly in the rebuild, as we know, and they are rebuilding around Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who is, uh, is not moving. No shock there. And uh, look, uh, for Oklahoma City, obviously a brutal finish to the year last year. Shea obviously was hurt and didn't play down the stretch, uh, Tim. But look, I-, I think he's one of the most underrated players in this league. And, and to lock him up, have him be your star moving forward, uh, this, is, this is another one worth every darn penny for Oklahoma City. Now go find him a second guy that can really play alongside him. Well, you got 5,000 draft picks, so you can... Uh, maybe you hit one of them. Maybe maybe Mr. Giddy is uh, is good in the end. Could be. You never know. Um, just to kind of run down what has happened so far, Rashawn Holmes, four-year deal, $55 million bucks. He is headed back to Sacramento, uh, mm-hmm. so that is a, a pretty big deal there. We've talked about a bit about... A, bunch about them the uh the lakers moves kent Bazemore, dwight howard trevor ariza wayne ellington apparently might be getting patty mills could potentially be getting carmelo anthony uh dennis schroeder still out there uh doesn't seem to be a big market for dennis schroeder so that either open leaves open the potential of re-signing schroeder or the possibility of a sign and trade um because from, from all reporting, the Buddy Heald to Lakers deal was done. And then at the last minute, they made the Russell Westbrook trade, which I'm in agreement with you. Still doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Maybe for the regular season. It's not going to work in the postseason. But if the Lakers could somehow work out a deal where they also get Buddy Heald, who, by the way, statistically speaking, is one of the greatest three-point shooters of all time, and that's not hyperbole. That's just factual. When you look at the numbers, that would be that would change my mindset on this offseason if they were able to get both Westbrook and Heald. Well, that takes them from a team that I want nothing to do with in the betting market to, oh, they're a pretty good number right now. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> that's Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray. Talk a little NFL in just a moment. Eric Eager, pro football focus. Stick around here on the Nightcap. Keep it rolling. Hour number three, the United States men's basketball team about to hit the floor in a little over a half hour. So we'll get you our final thoughts on that. The NBA free agent market is up and running. Some extensions. Trey Young not going anywhere. Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Kyrie, or excuse me, Kyle Lowry. We forgot to mention that. He is now a member of the Miami Heat. Maybe the biggest move today of players switching cities. Lonzo Ball also a pretty significant one as he is headed to the Chicago Bulls in a sign and trade. So uh, the free agent market is uh, is rolling, but we are also rolling closer and closer towards the NFL season and so much to get to. And that's where we bring in our next guest, a friend of the network, a friend of the show, and uh, a guy that I texted over the weekend at PFF underscore Eric. That is Eric Eager. Eric, always uh, a pleasure. And uh, I do appreciate the advice over the weekend. Plus 105 on the Titans, you said, I believe... You have to, 
And I did. I had to. And I played the Titans. And now that number looks a, a little bit more tasty considering the news today to Carson Wentz. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's the time of year we're in right now. And I think, you know, one of the things over the last two years, but maybe unappreciated this offseason because we didn't really foresee all the players not wanting to get COVID-19 vaccines. But, like, there's just a lot of fragility, right? There's a lot of teams that we think are supposed to be good where you chop out one of the legs underneath that team and now there's the Indianapolis Colts. I got them at under 10. Like, and I got them, you know, I got Seattle plus three going to Indianapolis. We won that. Those all seem like gimmies now. And it's just because you look around the league and there are some teams that, you know, the league thinks or the betting markets think are pretty good where it's like, man, if you take one or two players off of that team, now all of a sudden you're losing a significant fraction of the probability that they go over their number. Well, Eric, uh, you, you brought it up uh, right there and, Look, as much as we don't want to look at uh, at vaccination rates on teams, it, it is something that we look at. And uh, you look at teams that have you remove one piece and then all of a sudden, uh-oh, this team isn't any good. You combine that two and you may get the L.A. Chargers right now, Eric. Uh, just uh, looking at them, if Herbert stays healthy, the anticipation is this is going to be a playoff team. But they're one of those teams that I look at and say, well, if he gets hurt, another issue befells them. This could go very south very quickly for L.A. Yeah, and the AFC is a, you know, I, I, we talk, you know, badly about the Colts, but you look at that AFC last season, you know, at the end of the season, there were, what, four or five teams between 10 and 11 wins that were battling for three spots in the playoffs. And, you know, it's unlike the NFC, where I think it's a lot of teams that will win sort of eight, nine, 10 games. I think in the AFC, there are, you know, Buffalo, Cleveland, Baltimore, Kansas City, you know, you're battling for those last three playoff spots, and Tennessee's a team. I think could vie for one of those spots as well. And, and so, you know, if you're a Chargers team, like, okay, you got to face the Raiders twice. That wasn't easy last year, two really close games. Derek Carr, I think, is, think is a still pretty good quarterback. Denver's got one of the best rosters in the NFL if you take away the quarterback position. And you look at all the things that people like about the Chargers. They like Herbert, but Herbert, a lot of Herbert statistics last year were kind of in that unstable category. Brandon Stilley, they love him. What does he have? one year as a coordinator, right? And then you look at that defense, what has given, you know, what has been an issue for that team? Injuries, right? The One of the Bosa brothers, uh, not not vaccinated. Derwin James can't seem to stay healthy. Is that really Casey Hayward? They're going to be relying on Asante Samuel Jr., a rookie, not necessarily a great gamble. So when I look at a team like that, sure, the upside's there for sure. A little bit limited by the fact that the same division as the Chiefs. Downside is still immense. Downside is really immense for a lot of these teams. Talking to Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. And Eric, uh, we started doing a division a day. And uh, over the next eight days, we're going to look at uh, player props and uh, you know over-unders and futures for a division. Today, we're doing the NFC East. I know um, you had some thoughts on Washington, and I tend to share uh, similar thoughts you know, they did win the division last year, uh, but I'll let you kind of get into maybe the fraudulent nature. They've got some great talent defensively, there's no doubt. Are we always going to put our eggs in the basket of Ryan Fitzpatrick? And, and, and for me, you look at the crossover. I, I think at times we overrate, especially when it was a 16-game schedule, uh, those two games that, oh, a first-place team gets as opposed to the second, third, and fourth. Well, now it's three games, 
And for Washington, it's at Buffalo, at Green Bay, and a home game against New Orleans. Those are those are no easy games for them to deal with, uh, especially you know at Green Bay and at Buffalo uh, as, as being the first place team in, in a division with such a small uh, margin for error. So uh, when you look at Washington. And, you know, around plus 225 or so to win this division. Uh, where do you stand on, on Washington repeating as NFC East champs? Yeah, I don't think it's a great bet. I do think the Dallas Cowboys should be favored to win this division. I don't necessarily know if they're bettable. But I look at Washington, not only do they have a tough schedule, you know, being the first place team, but they also have this rest differential that's not great for them, right? So they go on a Monday night uh, at home, they face Seattle. Right, Seattle usually when they ha- when they travel, you know, west east has to play a one o'clock game. Washington does not have that advantage on a Monday night, and then you know the, the football team has to go and travel to uh, Las Vegas six days from that. So the Raiders, one of the easier teams on their schedule, coming off of sort of this this low rest situation. There's a couple instances of that for the football team that are just these like little things where. You look at their schedule, you're like, well, that's not the hardest schedule in the world opponents-wise, but they have these sort of rest differential issues. And then, of course, you know, you do have, you go to you go to Denver. Denver, one of the places that will have a home field advantage, even if we have to pack it in and not have fans this year. Um, you know, they go to, you know, they, 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 they just have, a, you know, they go to Atlanta, a team that I think will be decent this year. Um, you know, they open at home against two teams like the Chargers. We just talked about them. Like they're a, a point dog at home week one in that game. So I just don't know. When I look at this team, everybody's going to say, oh, look at that defense, look at that defense. Well, last season, their wins came against Carson Wentz, Andy Dalton twice, Ryan Finley, Big Ben, Nick Mullins, and the combination of Jalen Hurts and Nate Sudfeld. Like they have some talent on defense, but in the NFL, you can't just win with defense unless you run really good having a schedule full of bad quarterbacks. When you look at their schedule this year, uh, you know you have Josh Allen, you have Justin Herbert, you have Patrick Mahomes, you have Aaron Rodgers, you have Tom Brady, uh, you know you have Russell Wilson, you have Dak Prescott twice, where you didn't have Dak Prescott at all last year. Derek Carr is a very good quarterback, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I just think for this team, eight and a half wins a, a, a summer after you were lined at five wins in a 16-game schedule, I don't think Brian Fitzpatrick and a defense can overcome that. Eric, uh, I want to look at the team that's right below them in the odds market, and that's the New York Giants, who had a really nice offseason, uh, made additions to help out Daniel Jones uh, at the wide receiver position, signing Kenny Galladay, drafting Kadarius Toney. Uh, that offensive line, you assume it cannot be as bad as it was a year ago, and that was a top-10 defense a year ago for the Giants. Uh, Eric, what do you see with this team, a win total of seven, and a big bloated price to win the NFC East at plus 450. Yeah, they're the bet for this division, I think. You know, Washington was going off a 4-1. to That's certainly a decent number. You have no chance at that anymore. But the, the, the bet to win this division is the New York Giants, and I think it's for all the reasons you said. Now, the leaks are, it sounds like Kenny Galladay is having a hard time adjusting that offense. Jason Garrett is, you know, one of the biggest, you know, fish out there in terms of calling plays. Daniel Jones, you know, I think Daniel Jones could go either way. He could be benched by midseason, or he could have one of those seasons where he plays just well enough for a great defense in a bad division to sort of Mitch Trubisky his way into the playoffs, to sort of Blake Bortles 2017 his way into the playoffs, 
And if you are going to bet the Giants here, I think that that's the road, and I think that that road is certainly possible. Talk once again to Eric Eager of Pro Football Focus. Um, I do. I, I I tend to agree with you on that uh, on that Eagles play. Looking at uh, just just the price and the volatility uh, of that division. Um, when you look at what's going on in New England and the reports that you know Mac Jones is playing pretty well, um, offensive rookie of the year market, you could find some ten to ones on on Mac Jones. Uh, do you? How quickly do you think Mac Jones can can grasp this system? And do you think it is inevitable that Mac Jones is is the starter at some point this year in New England? Yeah, I think he does get some starts in. I mean, we haven't seen Newton really finish a season since 2017. You know, that's a long time. 2019, he he only went through two starts before sort of bowing out last year. He did play the majority of the season, but he wasn't effective. And, and when you look at that, you know that that you know sort of award, it's a very narrative-driven award, right? And and so if Mac Jones starts 12 games, Patriots win nine or 10 games as a whole and make the playoffs in the AFC as like a wild card or even, you know, beat the bills uh, to win that division. I mean, they're going to look right at him. And, and there's an underdog factor to it as well, where you're the 15th pick, everybody else is the 11th picker earlier. It, there is a, certainly a chance there. He does, you know, I, I hated him as the third overall pick. I think at the, as the 15th overall pick, he's a, a extremely good value for new England. And if, if he's playing well and Cam Newton is struggling or gets injured, they'd be stupid not to ride with him. Eric, uh, I'll ask you this to keep it with the rookies here because Trey Lance seemingly is having a great start to camp in San Francisco. The reports out of Chicago seem pretty darn good for Justin Fields as well so far. Which ticket would you rather have for the Offensive Rookie of the Year, Lance at 8-1 to one or Fields at plus 850? I think just because the price is better to take Fields, I think in San Francisco you're certainly going to have a cushier offense, but I do still think that Justin Fields starts earlier and, and will have you know a bigger stat line. He has better. This sounds weird. I think the Niners have great weapons, but I think as far as downfield receivers that are going to help him put up kind of Justin Herbert-like numbers, I think the Bears actually with Darnell Mooney and Allen Robinson have better sort of downfield weapons. So like with Lance, I think it's going to be weird because we're not going to see a quarterback who's going to have kind of like Sounds bad, but like efficient Cam Newton type numbers, you know, four, five, six hundred yards on the ground. Um, like we just don't factor that in in our in our sort of narratives as much as we probably should. Um, whereas Fields, if he gets in there and does what we think he's going to, he probably will have like Herbert like numbers, and those are what, you know sort of what we gravitate to for these season-ending awards. Eric, just sticking with the uh, the AFC East, which I think will be a an interesting division. Um, I think most people expect Buffalo to to run away with it. Do you think what Miami did this offseason, as they continue to build through the draft, bring in some pieces down there, I know a lot of it relies on what Tua is able to do. Uh, And then you look at New England, they have some key pieces coming back that maybe that opted out last year. Um, Do you think that Buffalo, or sorry, uh, New England and or Miami is going to challenge Buffalo? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm of the belief that Buffalo should be the favorite, 
But given all of the shenanigans we've seen in Buffalo this offseason, I am not laying a minus price for them to win that division at all. In fact, you know, if they were to struggle off the gates, I could buy them at a plus price because I do think they're the best team in that division. And, you know, except for this COVID stuff, like the best run team in this division, Brandon Bean and, and uh, Sean McDermott, terrific, I think, at their jobs. When I look at Miami, New England, I think Miami might be one of those teams where, you know, they really overachieved under Flores. They went over the win total in 2019, despite being one of the worst teams we've ever seen in the NFL. And then last season, they certainly overcame a lot uh, to overfit, to not playing as well. This might be the season where we see a team like Miami play better, but don't, you know, take a step back in the wins and loss column. You know, like that, we generally see regression there. And you're going to have kind of that Cleveland Browns type season for, of 2019 where, you know, they're an ascending team, but they kind of get some hiccups. I see that with Miami this year a little bit. You already saw Xavier Howard sort of wanting to hold out. And, you know, like Jalen Waddell is, is kind of still limping around the practice field, things like that. So, you know, for me, I can't in, – in the AFC East is weird. Like, I like Buffalo, but the, the fragility in that division leads me to one place. And we've talked about this, I believe, on this show – and that's to the New York Jets. I, I actually think the Jets have some of the makings of a team that'll sneak up on people. Them and the Jaguars, anytime you have a young quarterback and young players, you know, the skill positions on, you know, rookie deals, those teams sort of sneak up on us. We're like, where the heck did this team come from? It's like, well, look at the dollars and cents. They got tons of players at premium positions not making a lot of money. And they have some freedom to make moves. And the Jets made a lot of really good moves this offseason. And I like where Robert Sala has the team going. He is Eric Eager. You can find him on Twitter at PFF underscore Eric. He always does great work. You find him often on our, on our network. Also check out PFF Forecast. He and George Shahuri uh, weekly, a uh, couple times a week, right? I just want to make sure I'm p- p- pumping that right. Yep, uh, uh, we do uh, Sunday afternoon and Wednesday evening. Yep. There you go. Two times a week and getting you ready for the NFL season. Eric, always a pleasure, man. Appreciate it. Tim, thanks for having me on. Take care. There he is, Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. Boy, we got, uh, as we're talking, some uh, some pretty big moves. Yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie is headed to Washington. I haven't seen the terms, but it's going to be a lot of money. Yeah, look, Dinwiddie, of course, coming up, the, coming off the Born partial ACL, ACL yeah. tear, missed majority of the season with Brooklyn. A good pickup for Washington. as Probably as good as you're going to get in replacing Russell Westbrook if you're going to want to compete with getting Dinwiddie. And a nice under-the-radar move by the Golden State yeah. Warriors. They sign Otto Porter, who had just had an albatross of a contract up until now, and now getting him on the cheap, a nice move by Golden State. Yeah, I do like that move uh, by the Warriors. One of those... Uh, one of those guys you get on the cheap, Golden State, is able to grab Otto Porter Jr. We'll update you on everything you need to know about the uh, free agency market. Also get you ready for USA and Spain. Stick around. It's the nightcap here on v At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rolling here on the nightcap on a Monday evening from the Circus Sportsbook here in downtown Las Vegas. Jeff Parles, Tim Murray with you. Make sure to get the iHeart Radio app or the VSIN app or just VSIN.com. Audio for free there. I mean, if you want to see Jeff's beautiful face, it, it comes at a price. You know, a little, little, little pricey. But if you want to listen to the, the velvet tones of Jeff, all for free. VSIN or the iHeart app. Um, Right before we hit the break, you brought up. Yeah, uh, I, I feel like the the majority of these signings to this point have been rather uninspiring. Nothing, nothing too earth shattering. Not to say that this next one is earth shattering. I just like the fit, and you 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 mentioned it too. Um, Otto Porter Jr. has signed or will sign with the Golden State Warriors. Uh, he had a horrendous deal with the Wizards. Not his fault. The Wizards signed him to that deal. And it just didn't work out. They traded him to Chicago. He bounced around a little bit. This is a great spot for him to go. And Kevin O'Connor just pointed this out on Twitter. Otto Porter made 44% of his catch-and-shoot threes over the last five seasons. He's going to feast playing for the Warriors, not a better situation to restore his value than playing off Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Chris Haynes of Yahoo reported that Otto Porter turned down the mid-level exception elsewhere to play for the Warriors at the minimum. The Lakers signed all the guys who are 37 years old and couldn't find room for a guy who can actually make threes and is of normal age. I mean, look, great signing by Golden State. Yeah. Who, uh, look, you're replacing Kent Bazemore with Otto Porter. You're a big winner of your Golden State here. And look, the Warriors, they're too short in a lot of the futures markets, Tim. But if Klay Thompson comes back at 85 to 90% of what Klay Thompson was before the Achilles and ACL tears, 
Golden State is is going to be in the mix in the Western Conference, and this is just a really smart signing by a, an organization that we know gets it, Tim. I still don't believe, personally, that they drafted Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody for the long term. I think they drafted high upside guys, especially Jonathan Kaminga at seven, for trade bait. That's my speculation, but I, I just feel like that is, instead of drafting um, uh, Book James Knight, Booknight, yeah. who would make sense, probably be a contributor right away, and you know, I know Duarte went at you know 13, but finding a way to get Duarte or someone of, of, of that like, they drafted two very high upside potential guys, and the number one being Jonathan Kaminga. I think they still have something up their sleeve. They have James Wiseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're sitting there. Uh, they have the Wiggins contract. Maybe they want to keep him, but I still think they're going to be poking around uh, around the league to see if they can make a move. For what it's worth, I think Moody can play right away and make an immediate impact. Kaminga, very raw, mm-hmm. very young. Obviously played in the G League last year, right right in, uh, in their backyard in Walnut Creek on the G League select team, but that wouldn't shock me. Again, Bradley Beal seems to be off the market right now, which would be, Does the, seem so, be, yeah. would be the name that would make the most sense. But look, uh, Golden State, uh, especially with the news that Steph Curry is going to get that mega four-year contract over $200 million, you would imagine that another star, would they would hope, could come their way. But again, it would take Kaminga. It would take other pieces as well. And it just feels like now... Could they be building a team knowing that Steph's getting up there in age and he's going to be in that max contract? Clay Thompson's coming off back-to-back injuries. Draymond's allergic to scoring now. <laughs> Could they be building up with younger pieces? It's probably the smart thing to do, but the way that the NBA works, it just it feels like they, they still are just kind of waiting there and, and potentially uh, ready to fire. The other news... Uh, speaking of Bradley Beal, we hit on a little bit. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie will head to the Washington Wizards. Uh, the reports were out there. Washington was one of a handful of teams interested in the services of Dinwiddie. Uh, Washington, of course, traded Russell Westbrook, which uh, I, I liked the move to to get that much back for Russell Westbrook. Serviceable pieces. Uh, Kyle Kuzma probably being the, the most uh, helpful. KCP's a good shooter. Um, and Spencer Dinwiddie... I don't know what the the numbers are. They haven't been reported yet. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be. It's going to be an overpay. 90, it's, 90 million. It's going to be an overpay on paper. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is Jeff Parles. I'm Tim Murray. USA Spain coming up in just a little bit. And an update on the NL Cy Young market. Finally back up. It is the nightcap here on VSIM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Football betting guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff team. Plus, power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college, college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college football betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today. Head over to beeson.com backslash subscribe. We were speculating on what the Spencer Dinwiddie free agent contract may be. And uh, right now, uh, according to some reporting out there, Jake Fisher, uh, who does a, a pretty good job of, of recording reporting things uh, in the NBA, says... A three-year deal around $60 million. That's actually less than I thought. I thought it would be a four-year deal, maybe up in, in the 90 range. So um, not a bad deal. Um, a lot coming off a torn ACL, but a guy who averaged 20 and almost seven two years ago. Granted, that was before Durant and Irving was kind of a mess that year. That was Durant was hurt that year. So, uh, But it seems like Spencer did what he heading to Washington, a big domino to fall there. Um, Lonzo Ball to Chicago, Kyrie or Kyle Lowry to Miami, um, Evan Fournier to the Knicks. So those are some of the moves here tonight. All right, before uh, we we pivot to a little baseball discussion, last check of the market as USA and Spain and Circa, like I said, has slowly been on a climb all day here at uh, at Circa. And it looks like we're going to close around 15. So Circa is laying, you'd have to lay 15 with the U.S. And South Point has actually come down from their 15 and a half. So uh, they and Circa are sitting there at 15. It has been moving all day. This thing opened 11 and a half in some spots, Jeff. So a move of almost three and a half points in favor of the United States. I uh, I have not bet it. I don't think I'm going to bet it, but... I am very much thinking about taking the 15 with Spain. 
even though I think Team USA wins this game comfortably, Tim, 15 points is a lot. And I understand that Team USA looked poor here in Vegas, to put it politely, and still almost covered against Spain. Uh, a, a nine and a half, or was a, a three at the end that, that busted the United States cover yeah. in that exhibition here in Vegas. But a, a team that's been together forever, and I understand that they're much older uh, now. It's basically the same core as the 08 gold medal finalist and the 2012 gold medal finalist in London. Uh, but I would be looking at Spain and getting the 15. I'm not going to bet it, but that would be the only direction I would take it here, Tim. Yeah, the one, and I couldn't see it over my shoulder, so let me look at it right now see what they have. Okay, so it's U.S. minus 7.5 in the first half. I would, if I played it, uh, now, once again, I, I have my, uh, my hip-to-be-square uh, four-leg favorite parlay tonight. <laughs> one leg down, Slovenia. Um, I would look maybe Spain plus the points in the first half. USA was sluggish against Czech, got hot. Uh, now, they were up 30 at the half against Iran, but they, they didn't come out like gangbusters there. Spain's going to want to slog this, slow this thing down. They know they've got their game plan in mind. They're not going to try to run with the United States. So I, I think I would have, if I was going to play this, i maybe look Spain plus the points. It's funny because when the show started, I said, I kind of like USA mi- minus 12. Now we're at 15. So, yeah, no. Uh, if you have markets with first quarters, takes I, that would be the one I would look at too because Team USA has not looked good in the first quarter mm-hmm. in any of these games, including against Iran. And, they again, they were losing at the end of the first quarter against the Czech Republic a few nights ago. So maybe you take a look at Spain first quarter as well in markets that have that available. Yeah, it looks that. like the global market, there is a four out there. So Spain plus good. four. Yeah, I would, Pretty I, would, good. I would look that way. All right. We had been wondering when the market would return on NL Cy Young, and it seemed like it was an absolute slam dunk. This thing is signed, sealed, and delivered for Jacob deGrom. Well, as you well know, uh, he will not be pitching until September at the earliest. He is now 9-1 to one to win Cy Young at DraftKings, and this thing has become wide open Walker Bueller is your slight favorite at three to one. Zach Wheeler in Philadelphia four to one. Kevin Gosman four to one. Called his first ever professional baseball game. Corbin Burns plus four twenty five. Brandon Woodruff plus four fifty. This would be something. Max Scherzer at eight to one. If he were to win it now in Los Angeles, Jeff, any of those options appealing to you now that Jacob deGrom is uh, sidelined for about a month. So let's just start with, let's start way down the board here. Okay. Well, talk to Josh Towers last week. You hear him on the, on the network on VEASAN's bet center uh, Saturday and Sunday, six to 9 PM Eastern time. He said, Freddie Peralta would be the guy you would have bet at 55 to one when that was the number out there. About a day after DeGrom got announced that he's not going to pitch for a while, or, 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 or excuse me, before it was the day before it was announced that he's he's not going to pitch for a while at fifty-five to one on Peralta. I don't know if Josh feels that way at thirty to one on Peralta. Now I don't feel that way because I'm concerned about how they're limiting his innings. If I'm looking at this board now, it's just so odd to see because we talked about Kevin Gosman a month ago, Tim, mm-hmm. when he was forty to one, and I. I I said, well, if the Grom 
continues to have these nagging injuries that have, have befallen him so far this year. Maybe that's worth a look at Gosman at 40-1. to one. Now at 4-1, to one, knowing DeGrom isn't going to come back, Kevin Gosman is the best chance at an individual award on the San Francisco Giants this year. And the San Francisco Giants might have the best record in baseball when this season is over. And narratives matter, Tim. And if Kevin Gosman pitches at a high level like he has all the way through, him being the best pitcher on the best team in baseball, especially a stunningly good team that was expected to win 75 games this year, Kevin Gosman, even at 4-1, to would be my bet here to win NL Cy Young. That would be the only one I would look at. Uh, maybe a shot at Woodruff, too, a plus 450, but he's coming off back-to-back starts that have not been good. You know, what's interesting is when you look at uh, a guy like Zach Wheeler, leads Major League Baseball in war, tops in the National League in strikeouts, ERA of 245. 4-1, I probably wouldn't go that route, but yeah, it is... Uh, going to be fascinating to see how this all plays out when it, when you look at ERA Bueller Woodruff Gosman Wheeler those are your in order right there USA just underway over in Tokyo and a division a day to wrap things up it's a nightcap here on Visa Indeed's instant match searches through millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. More at Indeed.com slash credit. Just underway over in Tokyo, the United States and Spain in the quarterfinals of the men's Olympic basketball. Ricky Rubio, a little layup to cut the Spain deficit down to one. So seven to six, the U.S. leading Spain and uh, Drew Holiday getting fouled, so he will head to the free throw line. So we'll keep you updated. This going off here at circa 15. United States laying 15 in this one against Spain. So we'll keep you updated on that. But let's uh, let's wrap things up here with a division a day. That's what we're going to be doing for the next eight days or eight shows, I should say. Uh, looking at each division in depth. Looking at prop plays getting a guest on to discuss the division, and then we'll wrap up each show over the next eight days with our thoughts on each division. Any plays we may like in those divisions, but let's start with the exacta, which is the exact finish you predict. And this is uh, this is where it gets pretty interesting. So many different options at DraftKings of, of how, this, how this will all play out. And, you know, for me, I think... I would, uh, the only one I, I, I would take a flyer on, I see Giants, Cowboys, Washington, Eagles at 10 to 1. I would, I would probably play that. You know, I, I'm curious about this Giants team. I think plus 450 is, is, a, is a play worth looking at. So I think 10 to 1, Giants, Cowboys, Washington, and the Eagles to be last. Is is one to look at there, Jeff. So at ten to one, I probably won't play any of these, but uh, just for discussion point, I think I think that is worth it to take a look at. The only thing in this division I'm fully confident in is that the Eagles are going to finish in last. Other than that, no other order would really shock me here. 
the big concern for the Giants, as I mentioned, is I, I to me, Daniel Jones is just not good and is a turnover machine and will be the reason that they don't win the division. The, the result I have happening is the one that's second from the top, even with the concerns of Washington's quarterback play and the fact that they feasted on a bad schedule uh, last year. I, I still think Washington's defense is in for a big year, and unless Fitzpatrick has one of those epically bad years, which, of course, could happen. It's Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick. He's played in the league for 17 years. He hasn't been in the playoffs. So that's the one I have, uh, not with the most confidence, a plus 750 on Washington, Dallas, New York Giants, Philadelphia is the exact order. You know what? I'm actually, another one that jumps out at me, and I, I think you and I both agree, if if everything is equal, we'd probably pick the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. At 9-1, to one, the exacta of Cowboys, Giants, Washington, Eagles. Not bad. That one... That Not one, bad. That one jumps at me a little bit. So nine to one, ten to one. Those two, uh, the ones that that would jump at me the most. Um, I've talked about it quite a bit, and uh, since we are talking about the NFC East, I'll go back to it. For defensive rookie of the year, a play that I have made is Jamin Davis at twelve to one. The rookie out of uh, out of Kentucky. You see it right there. DraftKings at plus seven fifty, which makes me happy because I played it at twelve to one. I just think the, the the potential of him being a tackling machine is is high, and we, we've seen this uh, in in recent years with Darius Leonard in Indianapolis, where volume tacklers could end up leading to winning this award. And, and just look at the odds right now at DraftKings. Micah Parsons is the favorite. I think that makes sense at five to one. Very talented linebacker. Similar situation, plug-and-play starter. Um, Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa, I think, is 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 a, a curious one, too. If he fits their scheme, which I think Cleveland anticipates, that could be a guy. Uh, so I, I like looking at linebackers for defensive rookie of the year. Obviously, we've seen edge rushers win in years, but it's past. But they, there is no you know slam dunk edge rusher you know chase young last year was the favorite and he ended up winning the award so jamie davis is a play i made uh and and the way that i've broken this down jeff is ron vera former linebacker in the nfl um jack del ria defensive coordinator former linebacker in the nfl you know some of the best linebackers we've seen over the years luke keekley thomas davis have been built up underneath Ron Rivera. So this was his handpicked guy at 19, a, high, a, a riser late in the draft process. So at 12 to 1, that's where I stand. Jamin Davis, defensive rookie of the year. And he's coming out of the NFC East. So I, I actually kind of had the opposite handicap with, okay. with you. Just of, I know that we have seen it in, in the recent past in this award, but. With the way that the game is going, it's just hard for those middle linebackers who are going to be tackling machines to win awards if in a, if a pass rusher comes out and has a good to great year. And that's part of the reason that I would look at uh, with one of those pass rushers uh, near the top. The one interesting thing, though, I will say, though, Tim, and it doesn't impact defensive rookie of the year markets as much as it does other markets, but if Indianapolis is an underachiever now because of the Carson, uh, Carson Wentz, Injury. Mm-hmm. Does Quiddy pay, who I thought is the best bet on the board at 10 to 1, does he get impacted if the team is not as good? 
because I was thinking Quiddy Pay would be the best pass rusher on a team that is in the playoffs. Now, if Carson Wentz misses half a season and it's Jacob Eason, they're going to win six games, right. five games. Uh, does that impact? It does it impact this award, which I don't know. I, if it was a regular defensive player of the year, yeah, it would absolutely impact it. But for a defensive rookie where it's more of a niche market, I'm not 100% sure. But, again, I'm, I have concerns about Parsons. I have concerns about Davis. I have concerns about the I've got guys who are ta- – uh, Nick Bolton, another one on that list. Um, middle linebackers who may have a lot of tackles but don't do much else of anything uh, other than just volume tackles, which, again, very important. But for this day and age in the NFL, gets overlooked. Going back to uh, going back to the NFC East and just you know things that we like here to wrap things up on the NFC East, a division a day. Man, I Washington's crossover games terrify me. At Buffalo, home to New Orleans, at Green Bay, and Adam Hill and Sean uh, and Sean King did their best. Uh, convincing job of, of why they're in on New Orleans and why they think they're an interesting team. So you look at you look at Washington's schedule there. Uh, Chargers to start the season, slight underdog. Giants at home, they'll be a favorite. At the Bills, at the Falcons, it is it is a challenging uh, it is a challenging schedule. Uh, no doubt about it. I, I, I misspoke. Not the Saints. It was the Seahawks. I beg your pardon. The crossover. They play the entire NFC South. So the Seahawks removed that for the Saints. So you look at a win total of eight and a half. Uh, I, I, I recognize the buzz and I understand it with the young defense and the way that they're building. Um, I, I think if you're a Washington football fan, you have to be excited. But I, I would look towards the under a little bit. Under eight and a half at even money on uh, on Washington on season win total. So, I do have Washington winning this division. The number now, plus 225, you're getting to the point where it's, the number is not really bettable. Yeah, I think there was 260s there, out there. 275, 280 was yeah. the best I saw. There was even some threes way, way, way early before you were even really paying attention to the markets. I still like them over eight and a half, Tim. Only because I expect that defense, even though they had a huge year last year, I expect them to get better. But you are right about the cross games. The cross games are a disaster. Buffalo week three, that's just a mess. Any other team in that division in the AFC East, Washington probably wins against. They're not winning in Buffalo week three. They're losing to the Packers in week seven. And they're, I don't know. Seattle's weird in those cross-country yeah. games, regardless of when they're played. And Washington probably really should have beat Seattle last year. They absolutely should have. Um, the Tim, the one that I like, like, the most in this division, though, going against human achievement here, like you on Washington. Eagles under. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, look, look. <laughs> Nick Sirianni, and again, we can't glean too much from press conferences, but every single press conference he has, he's basically like the stereotypical coach from terrible sports movies that doesn't know what they're doing. That's how he basically has been in every single presser we've seen so far. And I'm not buying Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying him. I don't think he's an NFL starting quarterback. I think he's a good wildcat quarterback, a good backup quarterback that can change it up and help you win some games, but not as a starting quarterback. And that defense is aging, and they're aging quickly. And I think you're going to see older teams this year, Tim, struggle 
later in the season even more than usual because of that 17th game. So I think this is a mess for Philadelphia this year. You're giving me plus money on under six and a half? Sign me up right now. Let's go. <laughs> Find me seven wins on that schedule. Six and 11 is the best case for me for Philadelphia. So I like their under a whole lot. All right. And then let's wrap things up on a division a day with our picks for the winning, winner of the conference. We talked to John Jansen earlier. Uh, he liked the, the Giants at the price, but ultimately when it was said and done, he liked the Cowboys to win the division. Don't disagree totally, but I'm definitely not getting the Cowboys at a plus 135 price. There's no way I trust this team enough to win the division at that price. You know where I stand on Washington? I, I don't... Uh, I recognize why you would play that price, and if you got it a little bit better, too. But uh, for me, it's, it's the Giants. I think they got a lot of talent, and if you can get 9-2 to two price... On the New York Giants, hoping that Daniel Jones takes another step forward. Uh, like the additions that they made, give me the Giants at that price. So, at the prices, the Giants are the only bet at the moment. I think Washington still wins the division. Their defense is the best unit in this division, and that's why they win it for the second straight year. USA and Spain, guess what? Tied at 19. Just like we said, first quarter. Thanks to Patrick Everson, John Jansen, and Eric Eager. Thanks to Aaron Oster. For Jeff Parles, I'm Tim Murray. This is the Nightcap. You're on Decent. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.